What's up, everyone? Welcome to the same Philly Sports History for November 4th, 2023. I'm your host, Jim Montgomery. Happy Saturday, ladies and gentlemen. Quick update and housekeeping note from yesterday. First of all, I'm not sure what happened with the sound on the podcast. Um, there was an issue with the, the platform I record on, so I took and detached the audio from the YouTube video. Uh, which the audio sounded great on the video, but once it was detached, it did not. I couldn't fix it, so I do apologize for that. Um, that's why I'm telling you, go buy some shirts, buy some trash cans. I need a Baba Booey. Uh, however, hopefully we're back in, and in live or good, good sound quality today. Recap from yesterday's question of the day. And for the most part, the overwhelming majority of you said that, yes, the athletes do have an obligation to give us the truth about uh, injuries and things like that. And I, I guess I could take that even a, f a little bit further and say the teams as well have an obligation. Um, it's an interesting question, and I can see both sides of the argument. Um, I do have to say when they're... There is money and gambling and how much the NFL especially is involved with the gambling and you have an injury like Jalen Hurts, like you should kind of know how bad it is because if you take like rushing props, you take the under rushing prop and all of a sudden he runs all over the place or you take a rushing prop over and he <clears throat> does what he did last week and does not leave the pocket. Uh, I can, it definitely would be a little frustrating, but good question. Definitely one of those. It's a fine line on how much you should get. So Thank you for everyone who reached out and gave their opinion on that. Uh, more on today's question of the day coming up later in the show. Quick housekeeping. Be sure to check out the latest Back to the Future. We took a look at the rise and fall of the Philadelphia A's. Um, just an just an interesting team and just an interesting team history in general. And there's totally a lot of parallels between the the team then and and the team now. So be sure to check that out. Back to the Future with a PH wherever you get your podcast. All right, Sixers in action this afternoon, an early matinee, 1 p.m. Uh, against the Suns. I think they're wearing the city jerseys today, which I really like. I know a lot of people were were down on them, but just, uh, I don't know. I, I like that, that shade of blue and the whole neon, uh, I guess, the it's supposed to represent the neon lights down at the Reading Terminal, outlining the numbers. I just really like them. Um, but according to Nick Nurse, a lot of the guys uh, that played like Rocco, or I shouldn't say that played, that came over in the trade that didn't play in the first game, uh, might get some more playing time today. Uh, anxious to see sort of how this makeup is going to go and, and where the Sixers sort of stand as a team. Good win for the Flyers yesterday, 5-1. to one. Uh, Got their revenge against the Sabres for the, the game the other night. Five different guys scored goals. Rookie Bobby Brink had a goal and assist. And, and again, I really like this team. They're fun. And I'm sure at some point they're going to come back down to earth and, and things are going to catch up, their age and everything. But it's actually fun to watch hockey. It's not one of those things where it's like, uh, I'm just going to flip and, and, and turn. Uh, they actually are pretty entertaining, and I'm not ready to say they're going to compete for a playoff spot. However... They're not, I mean, they're playing way better against better teams and better competition than what they they were. So good win for them, 5-1. to one. 
All right. I've been telling you about Philly Goat uh, for, for months now. Uh, be sure to go check them out. And telling you, get your Flyers gear. Now is the time to jump on. So you can say, I was there from the beginning. Uh, even though they're off to a little bit of a hot start, still not too late to jump on. Go to Philly Goat, grab some Flyers stuff. While you're there, shop everything they have. It's the holiday season. They make great Christmas presents. And as my gift to you, 10% off your order using the promo code Jim Montgomery. PhillyGoat.com. They have hoodies. I know I talk all the time about the t-shirts, but there are hoodies there. There's long sleeve tees. They have baseball hats, uh, knit hats, uh, kid sizes, all of that. So go just check it out. And just just roam their site. Um, they have, oh, they're always coming out with new shirts too. So be on the lookout for some new shirts coming up, uh, especially with Eagles. Uh, and we got the Union still on a nice little break uh, before their next uh, playoff game. But go to phillygoat.com, use that promo code Jim Montgomery for 10% off of your order. All right, it is still Eagles Dallas week, and the final injury report came out, and looks like Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter are good to go. They were full participants in practice yesterday. Um, no other real surprises. Cam Jurgens is still out, Bradley Roby's still out. Uh, so they're about as full of strength as they could be heading into this game and and I think the same could be said for both teams so it, I mean it's going to be a battle it's going to be epic and one thing with the Eagles Cowboys rivalry I'll get more into the breakdown of the game I, I think I'm leaning a certain way for tomorrow but it's just the moments I mean you could go back through going back to to Wilbert's um, run in the NFC championship game in 81. You can go back to Barry Switzer, fourth and one. I mean, the 44 to six game. Uh, and I mean, even on the Dallas side, there's some good memories. You got the Emmett Smith when he ran like for 250 yards on, excuse me, Halloween night at, at the Rainy Vet. Uh, you have them, they beat us uh, the last game of the regular season and then beat us the following week. Basically, it was McNabb's last game as an Eagle when he was playing the air guitar in the tunnel. Uh, just so many, so many memories. And I, I still think, though, overall, like it's a rivalry, it's a division game. It's kind of like there's ebbs and flows with it. But I do feel ever since the Super Bowl, it's lost some of its luster. And I feel a lot of that is because. We're kind of on their level more now. Yes, they still have more Super Bowls, so don't give me we have five. Uh, but I, I think winning that first Super Bowl changes everything. Your, your outlook on just your team and just changes, and the fact that we've had such sustained success for the most part for the past twenty four years, twenty five years versus what they've had. Uh, I think it changes the dynamic. They're not that much of a bully anymore. So, yes, there are still, and I've listened to the radio all week, there still are those people that are like, Cowboys. But, and again, I, and I'll preface this like I always do. I hate the Giants more than I hate the Cowboys. They're my mo most hated rival. Doesn't mean I like the Cowboys, but I think it's kind of like the bully that now that we're we're standing up to them and we won our Super Bowl and like we've kind of punched them around for the most part for the past twenty five years, because they haven't really won anything. It, it's kind of like you're not so tough. Kind of like Rocky Three when he goes the second fight against Clubber Lang. You ain't so bad. You ain't so tough. 
I, I think we stood up to the bully of the Cowboys, and I, I really think that's kind of taken some of the luster off of the the rivalry. And it, it's probably, which is an odd thing to say, because it's probably more of a rivalry now that it's more competitive and, and the histories are somewhat more even. Obviously, they still have more Super Bowls. But it, it, it's just an odd thing to say. And I've been talking about this all week, and it just feels like it's not... It's not the same level of hatred. And yes, they're a big rival. I just, I I don't know. Maybe I'm completely misreading it, but I I look at it as like the bully we stood up to and like they were Clubber Lang and we were Rocky. And, you know, it was like, you know what? You ain't so bad. You ain't so tough. Come on, hit me, hit me. Um, So I don't know. But today's question of the day on that same note, I mentioned earlier all the big moments uh, for both sides throughout the history of this rivalry. What is your favorite Eagles-Cowboys moment? Let me know. There's so many to choose from, uh, but hit me up on social media. Send me a text message, smoke signal, uh, comment, wherever you're listening to this. Let me know. What is your favorite Eagles-Cowboys moment? Get me on that level that we were in the 90s of the hatred. What is your favorite moment? Let me know. While you're at it today, be sure to check out my boys over at the Clashing Conferences podcast. Uh, Great episode this week, um, especially because it's Eagles-Cowboys week. So Randy was in rare form today. Um, Greg just spinning facts, and then Randy just rebuttaling with typical cowboy cockroach rhetoric so be sure to check out the clashing conferences podcast wherever you get your podcasts as well as on youtube all right we are going to shift gears a little bit today and we're going to go to basketball and we're going to go all the way back to 1960 and on this day in 1960 the philadelphia warriors beat the pistons 136 121 at convention hall for their fifth straight win to open the season Wilt Chamberlain was doing Wilt Chamberlain things that day. Had 44 points, 39 rebounds. Yes, you heard that right. Um, 44 points, 39 rebounds. Hall of Famer Paul Arizon had 23. Another Hall of Famer on that team, Tom Gola, had 20. Yet another Hall of Famer on that team, Guy Rogers, had 15. Imagine that you're starting four of your starting five. Um, Wilt Chamberlain, Paul Arizon, Tom Gola, and Guy Rogers. And the second leading scorer in that game was the other guy who had 26. So what a good team that was. Um, but the big story out of this game was Wilt Chamberlain went 0 for 10 at the free throw line, setting the record for most free throws attempted in a game without making one. I know that's very hard to believe in this day and age of guys that miss a ton of foul shots. Um, I was able to look and... That record was later broken by Shaq uh, in 2000, 2001. He made, missed 11 in a game against the, the Supersonics. Um, but usually a guy will make one. Like I'm, I'm thinking like a Ben Simmons who would make one out of five. Uh, but <clears throat> Will Chamberlain went 0 for 10 at the free throw line, setting the record, which was later broken by another dominant big man who could not shoot free throws, Shaq, in 2000, 2001. That 60-61 Warriors team took second place in the East Division behind the Celtics. Um, ironically enough, they lost in the playoffs that year to Syracuse three games to none, a team that within a year or two would be switching spots with 
the Warriors. As the Warriors left to go to San Francisco, Syracuse moved down to Philly and became the team we know and love as the Philadelphia 76ers. But on this day, it was the Warriors beating the Pistons 136-121 at Convention Hall. Will Chamberlain, 44 points, 39 rebounds, 0 for 10 at the free throw line. Uh, if your car is anything like mine, it's a mess in the backseat. Your kids are just sloppy. Kids are just dirty. Like nobody, like everybody's like, oh, kids are so cute. But no, kids are dirty. Kids are just sloppy and dirty uh, and just no regards for where they throw their trash. This is where car can comes in. Fits right on the back of your seat. At least you can kind of, maybe you can have them shoot free throws so they don't have to do a Will Chamberlain. Um, although that could end up making the back of your car even messier. Uh, but go to carcan.com. It's a trash can. It's a storage bin. It's a cooler. Uh, don't don't have kids and, and your car is not that sloppy, but you need a little organization. They have a bunch of organizational things too. Uh, go check it out, carcan.com. It makes a great holiday gift, especially for the office. If you're like a manager and you need to always buy something for your team, this is like one of those great gifts. You buy it in bulk. Use the promo code Jim Montgomery 20 off for 20% off of your order. Uh, and, and just stock up and give it to your team. But uh, definitely a great product. They, and again, they have all the other things for the organization of your car. That's carcan.com. Use the promo code 20 off or use the promo code Jim Montgomery 20 off for 20% off your order. Carcan.com, Jim Montgomery 20 off for 20% off of your order. All right, continuing now with our Philadelphia's most disappointing athletes. Uh, we're going to go to hockey this year. And <clears throat> we are going to go to someone who should have been much better than what he was based on what his draft position was and kind of the hype coming into it. Um, it he, the Flyers just kind of really missed on this one. And he had a cool name, too. And that's what the, the frustrating part is. And that is Darren Rumble. Um, what a name. And he was a defenseman too. So what a name for this guy, Darren Rumble. He was drafted number 20 overall in the 1987 pick or uh, draft at, with the 20th pick, I should say. Um, but like came in with a lot of hype and unfortunately spent most of his career in the AHL. He did play eight NHL seasons uh, here and there. Um, most of them were uh, his best two best seasons were with the Ottawa Senators. Uh, in total, he played three years with the Flyers for a grand total of 18 games, one goal, and four penalty minutes, uh, but did come in, like I said, with a ton of hype and was supposed to be kind of just like the continuation of that uh, those 80s teams with like Mark Howe and, and Hextall and just never lived up to the hype. And then making it worse in that draft, they could have drafted, and this is crazy because both of these guys ended up playing for the, the Flyers, and I think they both came over in the same trade, but they could have drafted John LeClaire or Eric Desjardins, which again, on the surface, doesn't seem like, uh, it's like whatever, they both came anyway, but could you imagine if, especially like either one of them, but LeClaire, if he had started, like would the Flyers had fared a little bit different during that time frame if... They had drafted them and played their whole career there. Um, 
again, kind of ironic that they both went there, came to the Flyers eventually. But man, what a team they could have had if either one of them would have started their career. Uh, but today's most disappointing Philadelphia athlete was Darren Rumble, who came in with a ton of hype. And just as Flavor Flav said, don't believe the hype because Rumble barely made it out of the AHL. Uh, he's doing some coaching now. Nothing against him. Like I, I'm just this is not a personal attack on these guys. It's just their careers were disappointing for their respective teams. But on this day, back in 1960, Wilt Chamberlain missed 10 free throws in a 136-121 win over the Pistons, setting the record for most free throws attempts without a make. It's Eagles Cowboy Week. Get your favorite Eagles Cowboy moment over to me. Let me know. Get me on the board. Maybe I'm missing something, but I, like I said, I think now that things are a little bit different, it, it just lost some of its luster. Uh, but let me know who, what your favorite moments are. Good win for the Flyers. Good luck to the Sixers today against the Suns. Be sure to check out Back to the Future. It's going to be. Uh, it's going to warm up a little bit today. So go out, enjoy your Saturday. This has been this day in Philly sports history. I'm Jim Montgomery. Until next time, I'll see you when I see you.